All right, before we start a new hour, is this real, Dominique? I understand that Cowboys fans were frustrated by the loss the other day. Did one of them really just smash his television like that? I hope so. My man needed an upgrade. That was like a computer monitor. Like, this is 2023. Get yourself <laughs> I, I a big screen. I never thought of it that way. They, they like those. You can get a big screen TV for like 100 bucks, man. You guys get that done. So, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I didn't see this part. Did this guy drive over his okay, television? This is, this is just dumb because I understand the heat of the moment. This is premeditated. Oh, <laughs> like, premeditated. Heat, heat I'm of the so angry. Get the camera. Come <laughs> 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 But driving over with your truck is so Dallas. I feel very Texas. All right, the frustration. You should have seen me in my house. I had a lot at stake on that game. Coming I, up. I can't. Did you uh, feel we it? Live, as always, from the Seaport, we are brought to you by Grey Goose. We are jam-packed, and the frustration continues with the squad here in Swagoo, and we'll begin the hour with the good, the bad, and the ugly of the Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott. It was that kind of season. First, there was plenty of good. Dallas averaged a league-best 30 points per game since Dak returned to the lineup in Week 7. He threw 28 touchdown passes during that span. That was the most in the NFL. So productive, they most certainly were. The bad, of course, were the interceptions. Dak leads the league in interceptions despite missing five games. He threw three pick sixes over his final four games to end the regular season. And then after a near-perfect playoff game in Tampa, we all saw what happened on Sunday against San Francisco. They scored just 12 points. He had the two turnovers. It was a very disappointing way for the season to come to an end. And again, this is a tweet that remains up on the Cowboys' official Twitter site. The, the cow, that is the Cowboys verified Twitter. We checked it like nine times <laughs> and to make sure because these days everyone is getting fooled by stuff. And, and this is still there. And they wrote a story and the headline is Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in a narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. So they have hot takes about their own quarterback on their own Twitter feed, and Tannenbaum is furious. Yeah, that, that is totally <laughs> unacceptable. You want to be a first-class organization? Let the rest of the world pound on him. you got to support your guys publicly. You hold them accountable behind closed doors. You want to make tough decisions about contracts, trades. It's all part of the business. That is unacceptable, though, and I can't believe somebody in leadership or Mike McCarthy didn't walk down the hallway and just delete himself. I wouldn't stand for that for one second. Marcus, why are your hands like that? I just don't know how you, like, this not supposed to ever be sent out, okay? Yeah. And, yeah. gee, I had to, all right, I had to, I talked to, I talked to somebody, all right, real good friend of mine, and, and, and this was a quote by a reporter, and it, it, it was put into the Twitter handle, because I don't know, it's 2023, so when you put something in the Twitter handle, everybody going to feel like mm-hmm. it's what you're saying as an organization. It was actually by a reporter. They took this snippet out, but this is the worst thing you could do. Like, I don't understand. I, I, I didn't understand it. I didn't know why it even came to this point where you thought that you would send this tweet off and people would be like, oh, that's from a reporter. It clearly says Dallas Cowboys Twitter handle. That's number one. The second thing is you got Dak in the picture looking absolutely dejected, as he should. Didn't play well. That is the truth. But this is this is just this is another reason why we're going to league it up with the Cowboys uh, yeah. uh, for the next four, that's five months. It's, it's correct. It's just a... It's an amazing thing because (laughs) there are complaints regularly that there is a great deal of homerism in the media as regards the Cowboys. I guess what we figured out is if you want some sort of hard-hitting journalism on the Cowboys, you have to go to their (laughs) own verified Twitter page to find the criticism, whereas the rest of us are sitting here openly rooting for them. I think it's fair to say it's just a tweet. It's just the Twitter page, and Dak Prescott isn't going to actually be impacted by this, but I don't think that that's accurate. I don't know. I can't speak to how Dak feels about it, but I know 
that it can't feel good to know that everybody in your city is upset at you. Everybody in the country, because you play for the Cowboys, is being critical, talking about whether you should even get a contract extension already, despite the fact that you have Pro Bowl quality seasons. And then the one place you want to feel safe is in the building with your organization when you know they're also tweeting out and sharing stuff that's critical. Do I want to act like this is a big deal? I don't want to act like this is a big deal. But, Dan, look at the way, just as an example, Zach Wilson yeah. might have had the worst season yeah. that any quarterback has had in recent memory. The Jets defended him to the hilt yeah. in everywhere they could, deal. in word and deed, online and elsewhere. The Cowboys just threw Dak Prescott under the bus on their own Twitter feed. We talking about the Jets on Get Up? Yes, what a strange thing. Tweet has 14.6 million views, 17.4 thousand likes, 2,807 retweets. So that's what it's about. Selling engagement. Everything with the Cowboys is about yeah. selling and the brand. Yes, no, that's that's the important look. There are a couple different ways to operate your team's official website. One, you can just be, you know, Homer, 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 right? And and then yeah, you know, but and you can the other is to say, hey, we're actually giving you the real stuff. We're not being homers all the yeah. time. And then, and there's something there's something about that that's admirable, and there may be something about that that's beneficial, right? If all you ever are gonna get from the team website is Protein, pro, then, then you might you might but, not go there. But, but there's you're a, saying there's a happy medium, right. and this crosses that line. line. There's a time, yeah. there's a time and place. And the other thing I would say about Dak, who I admire as much as any player, you have to be special to be the quarterback of the Cowboys. You have to be beyond reproach and take it. But what I am saying is, there's 52 other players in that locker room that may not be able to handle it. And all those guys are looking at the same thing that Dan just read off, and they're like, well, wait a second. If they're going to call out the quarterback, what are they going to do to me? Yeah. And it, it, the, this could really resonate, and it's insidious. In the meantime, so there's the tweet, and there's that, and there's Dak. And when you, you, you have to take the good, the bad, and to his everlasting credit. I mean, there were things about Dak that you can question. His character, his, his leadership, all those things, none of they're all completely beyond reproach. He understands the bad stuff that comes he with the additional pressure. He might need with, to come on and curse sometimes and give us, <laughs> give us some curse words. He might need to take that kind of approach. It might do something yeah. for him. Him. It might free him. He might need to do something. Don't don't be so political. Don't be He's trying right. to be the nice guy all the time. Just come up to the podium and slam the mug on the ground. Do what Aaron Rodgers did and blaze the damn franchise. Dak <laughs> might need that just as a release. Okay? Hey, man, I'm, I'm talking to Dak Prescott now. I ain't even worried about get up. Dak, the next time you get a camera in front of you or you get an opportunity to vent, you, you vent, man. Let it go. <laughs> Let yeah. it go. Curse. Don't give a damn. Just say what you need to say and then free yourself. And then you go back to being, to being the guy that you've been. You might need that. It. He I, might I need that. It. I'm with you. And candidly, look, I, that gives me a lead for three days. But that's <laughs> Gary would love it too. He, he, here's the real question. Here's the real question. Dak Prescott, stop me if you've heard this before. He's getting kind of close to a point where his contract is going to be coming up, and the Cowboys have a decision to make about his future. And they can either be proactive and get that deal done before it becomes a real problem, or they can wait until he actually becomes a free agent and you start invoking all sorts of other possibilities. The Cowboys were at that juncture once upon a time, and they are rapidly approaching it again. There is zero guaranteed money in his contract after this coming season. So Mike Tannenbaum, if you are making the decisions there short-term and long, what are you doing? I'm doing both. I am signing him to an extension because the price is only going to go up, and it is hard to find a quarterback. And Dan mentioned, you know, Seattle, where they moved on for Russell Wilson, Geno Smith play better. That is the exception. I can give you 14 teams right now that would bend over backwards for Dak Prescott. And given the landscape, Greeny, of what's going to happen with Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, and Joe Burrow, that number is going to skyrocket. 
and I would try to draft somebody because we know that over the rigors of a 17-game season, the last two years, he hasn't played in all 17 games. So I want to get him signed to a reasonable contract, try to clean up those mistakes, which we could talk about, yeah. and possibly draft someone and fortify the position. I agree with you, and I think that most general managers would be scared to, to like enter a world without a quarterback as good as Dak Prescott. But the general manager of this team happens to also be the owner of the team, and so he should have the like security, obviously, to move on um, without Dak Prescott if he thought that they could get better. But I think he's been around the game long enough, and he's smart enough to know, and he's generally been loyal to players and coaches, that that's never going to happen, nor do I think, nor do I think it should happen. Like, this is a good quarterback. They're hard to find. He's not great. Okay, I'm sorry. There's only one of those in the league right now who I think no one can come close to. But Dak, given the proper surroundings and situation, can get your team to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. I was just told in my ear, take this for whatever it is worth, that Jerry Jones and his son Stephen Jones have both canceled their regular radio appearances for this week. Jerry Jones, if you watch the show on Tuesdays, you know at the end of this hour we always have something from Jerry's regular Tuesday radio appearance. He has hey, canceled gee, it for today. Can I make today. a point? Go ahead, Marcus. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to football. All right, let's, 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 let's think about this for real. All right, so this one, because this is what I want fans to know and get up this morning. When we get into this conversation about Dak and the reason why early in the show I said they don't have enough. All right, so last year, the Los Angeles Rams won the Super Bowl. They went out and got Odell Beckham Jr. They had Cooper Cup on their roster. Obviously, they had Aaron Donald, and they gave away Jared Goff to get Matt Stafford. Let's go to the playoffs this year. This year, Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and they traded uh, for the tight end. They spent a hundred and something million dollars on the offensive line. Coincidentally, they're in the AFC Championship. Pat Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill, but he has a Hall of Fame man, Travis Kelsey, at tight end. They went out and got Juju Smith-Schuster, who had proved that he was a really good two. They doing it by committee. They got an all-world quarterback. That's not what I'm saying. But remember, they went out and spent a lot of money on an offensive line after the Super Bowl, yep. the second Super Bowl that they went to play in. The Philadelphia Eagles are in the NFC Championship. The Philadelphia Eagles went out and signed A.J. Brown. They refortified their offensive line. They drafted Devontae Smith in the first round. Dallas Goddard is on the ascend. They went out and got Indomitian Sue. They signed um, – they signed they, – they got Hassan Reddick. They went out – they made a trade this right, year right, for right. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Mm -hmm. All right? And they, they went out and got Bradbury. The San Francisco 49ers traded for Christian McCaffrey. They re-signed Debo Samuel. They got one of the best tight ends in the league. They got, a, they got probably the defensive player of the year in Nick Bosa on that side of the ball. They got two linebackers. One is the best linebacker in the league in Fred Werner, who's playing this year. Is it a coincidence that those four teams are well, in, the, uh, but, in, in the championship games? But here's the other thing, though, right? Like the Philadelphia Eagles, their starting quarterback's salary cap number this year is $1.6 million. Right. right. Like you can assemble. And that's, that's what made the Rams last year the exception, right? Because you, you did pay big money for the quarterback, wow. but you had that roster around him. That, this is the point I was getting at about Dak Prescott. The, the decision the teams have to come to and the decision the Seattle Seahawks came to last year, our quarterback's going to need an extension. This is what it's going to cost. We don't think he's that player Ergo, we're going to trade him, we're going to move on, we're going to try and make the roster as good as possible without him. The qu first question is, is he that player? And if the Dallas Cowboys think Dak Prescott is, is an A1 quarterback, franchise quarterback, then yes, you pay him. You pay him at the top of the market, you pay him whatever the going rate is. If they decide he's not, then that's where 
they have to start going into the wilderness. And to Marcus's point, I mean, th there are aggressive moves that maybe can be made around the edges. The question we've been asking here is, does something bigger than that need to happen? Do they need to make some sort of super quick final thought, Dominique? Do, does something bigger than that, or do you make the moves around the edges and come back next No, year? nothing. Moves around the edges. Nothing okay. bigger. Like, blowing this up, I think, is sets you back Meantime, more than it helps you. I will see if we can find out more about the Jerry Jones thing. Again, Jerry Jones has canceled his regular weekly radio appearance today. That could be nothing. It could be traveling. There could be any of a million reasons. In the meantime, he hasn't sounded like a man who wants to change coaches. We will talk about whether he should consider that or not as we continue here on Get Up this morning. We'll talk about Jerry Jones, and again, he will not be on the radio today. Uh, is it time for him to make some sort of significant move? We will get there. Plus, more than the Super Bowl at stake for Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Why he has to beat Burroughs Bengals. That's on the way. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Back on Get Up, and the game is called What's on the Line? Looking ahead to the games this weekend. Dominique, what is on the line for Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts being elevated to that next next level of quarterback in the conversation with some of the greats in the league. He's had back-to-back good seasons. Well, actually, this season was great. Uh, he's gotten a playoff win under his belt. He's hitting all those benchmarks. The next one, and it's not fair because it's a team kind of mark that he has to reach, but still, we hang all this on the quarterback. The next one is to win this big game, the biggest of the season so far and the biggest of his career. He's going up against Brock Purdy. So, Mike T., what is on the line for the San Francisco quarterback? Solidifying the starting job for 2023. We don't have to worry about Jimmy G. We don't have to worry about Trey Lance's health. Just go play good football. Get to the Super Bowl. You're the star for the foreseeable future. That, that would be a fascinating turn of events. You traded up to take a guy number three overall, and instead you're going to go with the last pick. And what happens to Trey Lance? There's a lot to be mined there, but of course, uh, we haven't gotten there yet. Graziano, what is on the line for Patrick Mahomes? Well, it's legacy and bragging rights stuff, right? Everybody knows how great Mahomes is, but if he loses to Joe Burrow and the Bengals for the fourth time in 13 months and the second time at home in the AFC Championship game, he's going to have to face questions about whether Burrow and the Bengals have passed him and the Chiefs as the kings of the AFC. And quite frankly, it's going to be hard for him to have an answer to that. And, and then going up against Burrow, Swagoo, how about him? What is at stake? What is on the line for Joe Burrow? If he does this, he becomes the guy, which I don't believe he is now. And this is a little bit obscure because of the ankle with Patrick Mahomes. You would love to see both of them at 100% operating how they operate. But Joe Burrow has now went on the road and beat Josh Allen, who we had as the guy, and Patrick Mahomes last year in order to get to a Super Bowl. And getting to a Super Bowl this year, he has a much better chance, I feel, at winning it. And even though we didn't think they had a chance to win it last year, they were a Aaron Donald sack away <laughs> mm-hmm. from winning the Super Bowl. We thought the Rams was the favorite, Graz. Yeah. I don't know why you put your head on the favorite Burrow got knocked out uh, with an injury in his rookie year. So every yeah. year that he's been healthy, here they've been. Uh, speaking of Burrow, we had Dan Orlovsky in here yesterday, as we do every Monday, and he had some pretty strong words about what he's seeing in Burrow. Here's what he said. Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in football. Mm. Okay. Now, let me be very clear with what I'm saying, okay? Chiefs fans. Patrick Mahomes, best player. He's the most talented player in the NFL, and he's the most dynamic weapon. Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in football. When it comes to quarterbacking, when it comes to understanding play calls, when it comes to understanding what you have to do with the football, when it comes to understanding what the defense is, when it comes to understanding pocket manipulation, when it comes to timing and rhythm and accuracy and ball play, uh, Joe Burrow's the best. Mm -hmm. He's the standard right now. So this (laughs) – Graziano, we may have lost Dan Graziano. Why does this distinction – it seems to bother you. Why does it bother you? Why why do you not like this? It's not that I don't like it. No, it's it's Monday. You got to come with a hot take and get it going. But, like, you're parsing these ridiculous things in order to give Joe Burrow a title that he does not necessarily deserve. I get it. He had a great weekend. He's had a great career so far. And you want to say something definitively great about him. So you say that Patrick Mahomes is the best player in football who also has to be a quarterback. But Joe Burrow is the best quarterback at quarterbacking? Right. What are we doing here? Right. Joe Burrow is the best quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is the best player. Oh, what position is Patrick play? Quarterback. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's okay to say Joe Burrow is incredible, would, but he's not quite Patrick Mahomes because that's what Dan's saying I there. Would, I would sit there and say, like, there's no bigger fan of Joe Burrow than me, but obviously <laughs> there is. Uh, and it's, it's Orlovsky. But look, I mean, look, it, it, I, I, the point he's making is he's playing the quarterback position. Absolutely right. The guy is absolutely dominating. He's doing everything. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is the best player I've ever seen. 
I, and it's that simple. I actually agree with Dan from this standpoint. He really reminds oh, me oh. of a young Tom Brady. <laughs> you go back to that first touchdown to Jamar Chase, he was uncovered, and Tom Brady would rip your heart out if you drop coverage for a nanosecond. You don't have and to do this, Mike. You don't have to. I, I understand. <laughs> you don't have to do this. I understand. I promise you, you but, don't have to compare but, him to Tom Brady. No one's making you. But I, I, if, but, but my eyes okay. are telling. But my, I, no, me, my no. eyes are telling. Yes, yes. He, he got his accuracy, Mike, his anticipation. Tom, Tom Brady got seven Super Bowls, Mike. What are we talking about? He's forty-five years what old. We, what are we talking about? Joe I'm, Burrow is awfully young. Mike T. I mean, uh, Marcus. Oh, my goodness, we've yeah. lost Marcus. Don't kill Marcus. I love Marcus. Mr. Don't kill Spears. him with your bad takes. That's your guy, by the way, Dan Orlowski. Every single afternoon, NFL Live, you guys are out there having these right. conversations. What do you think of what he said? That's your guy, Swagoo. Wins and losses matter, okay? And the reason why I said what I just said about the potential of Joe Burrow becoming the guy, because this will be now four, okay? And when I say the guy... I mean the guy that is going to win championships. It has nothing to do with him being the best quarterback. Y'all, we, this is a simple barbershop conversation, and y'all know I love to put when we on TV in context of the barbershop. That's how I do TV, okay? Mm-hmm. I do TV like I did talking to my uncles and my daddy and all of the dudes in the barbershop who all think they right and most of them wrong, and it's the one dude that make all the damn sense in the barbershop. If you <laughs> ever been you. to a black barbershop in the hood, that's what happens. A lot of screaming and shouting, and then one of the OGs walk in, he say three words, and everybody know he right. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, all right? Now, now we could end it at that, all right? But I'll go a step further because I think the world of Joe Burrow, y'all know my affinity for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow delivered a national championship, the best team ever at Louisiana State University. He is the guy that I think will be in competition with Mahomes to win Super Bowls based on how he's currently constructed. Do y'all know... If Patrick Mahomes had Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, he would throw for 7,000 yards a season. <laughs> Do, are, are, we, are we seriously having this conversation? Look, Joe Burrow is phenomenal. All right, Joe Burrow is the guy that's making that thing go in Cincinnati. But let's not act like Patrick Mahomes ain't been the guy making the thing go in, in, in uh, Kansas City. Let's not act like we haven't watched the first – what, six years of his career be the best first six years that we've ever seen a quarterback play individually at the level he's played at? Patrick Mahomes had Tyreek Hill, and he also had Travis Kelsey, and threw 50 touchdowns, was a league MVP, 50. and won a Super Bowl already. Like, like <laughs> come, what are we about. talking about? I, I get it. I lo- Listen, again, Joe Burrow is phenomenal. This is not to throw shade at Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes, with those weapons that he had, that, that Joe Burrow has in Cincinnati, y'all, I truly believe this, and I could be absolutely wrong. I believe if Patrick Mahomes had those guys that Joe Burrow is afforded to be able to throw the football to, he would throw for 7,000 yards <laughs> in the bad. season. I do believe that. Okay, Not so I, I get it. And I understand it, it. and it's a great conversation to have, and Joe Burrow deserves a lot of credit (laughs) for going on the road and beating these guys because we compare quarterbacks even though they play in the defenses. 
Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback in the NFL. The only thing I'll say is Joe Burrow arrived at the most woebegone franchise in the sport, and almost immediately we've decided they're unfairly good. Like, he's got so much help around him that if other people were in that situation, they would succeed. And Joe Burrow has completely changed an entire NFL franchise. I'm I'm, I'm not suggesting he's a better player than Patrick Mahomes, but I fully understand – I fully think it's a conversation that is worth having. In the meantime, no, as we not. continue, no, does Jerry not. Jones right. need to make a dramatic move to shake things up in Dallas? Should he consider a huge coaching change? We'll talk about that as we continue. And here we go with Sneaky Hembo for Graziano. Who is the all-time leading rusher in conference championship game history that is in total career rushing yards in that round? The answer's next. Get up on ESPN. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals hi this is espn's mike greenberg and espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today and new users get a hundred dollars in bonus bets for making any sports book bet download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We are back. Sneaky Hembo time for Graziano. I've heard a lot of guesses being thrown around the studio, but only one of them will count. We're headed to conference championship weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Who is the all-time leading rusher in conference championship game history, meaning total career yeah, yeah. rushing yards in all the games? My mind goes back to a, a, an earlier time when I was, I think, younger than Hembo is now, and, and it was always, you know, Cowboys and Bills, and the Bills went to four straight championships. So I was thinking, is it Emmett Smith? Is it Thurman Thomas? I'm back and forth. I'm going to get Thurman Thomas. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it is Thurman Thomas. Ah, 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 it is, ah, ah, and Emmett Smith is second. 
I mean, that ah, is really incredible. It's, it's, it's Thurman Thomas followed by Emmett Somebody Smith. said Franco Harris. Someone said third. Franco Harris, and he is third. God, we're all, and, and then Tony Dorsett is fourth. That is an, inc- that's just an incredible Thomas. guess. Uh, so Graziano is up four to one. Wow. Hembo didn't even come in here today <laughs> because he knew that Graziano was going to get it right, and he didn't want to face the humiliation. 4-1 Graziano. That is really remarkable. Okay, next game is called Awesome, Awful, Awkward after the awesome performance right. from Graziano. Nick, give me something awesome you saw this weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make you guys watch this as many times as I possibly can. <laughs> it was in my earlier little Zero Fox thing. I'm putting it in here, too. With music behind it, it's the coolest damn thing of the whole damn weekend. And we want to give Joe Burrow all these these accolades. Just be that one. He's the coolest quarterback in football. He ain't he better than Patrick Mahomes, but he's cool as hell. Look at that man. Graziano, give me something awful from the weekend. Well, how long did we talk about Dak Prescott's interceptions this year and how that made it the reason we didn't trust him in the playoffs? He throws two of them against the 49. What was that? Where, where is he throwing? He's trying to throw it out of bounds. He needs to go higher. I, I don't know, man. He awful. Tried to throw awful. More than two. Look, I mean, we pile on, right? We could have done. We could have done this with Josh Allen too, but but they gave me Dak Prescott because it's get up and it was awful. <laughs> uh, Swagoo, give me something awkward from the weekend. Guys, did y'all see the last play of the playoff game? (laughs) Good snap, though. I mean, what the frick, man? (laughs) Almost cursed. Uh, what, what are they doing? What, first of all, what is this play? Is this Mike McCarthy or is this Kellen Moore responsible for this? Who, who did this, okay? Because that's the guy that needs to be out. Look at Zeke, man. That may be Zeke's last play as a Dallas Cowboy, and he played damn center. <laughs> the snap was good, man. It was a really yeah. weird – when they first line up, you're thinking, wow, they must have something really <laughs> it's creative. So it's so going to be great. And then it turns it's out so to be – It's so difficult, man. Just it's, it's, it's just difficult. It's difficult being a fan of this team, man. <laughs> so it listen, is, bro. <laughs> Marcus, I was reading your notes from last night. Oh, and man. Here's the question that I have because the conversation – look, Jerry Jones has canceled his radio interviews for today. We don't know why. I, I read the article from the radio station itself in Dallas. They don't know the reason why. In nowhere are we suggesting it is because something incredibly important is going on. We don't know. We'll find out when we find out. That said, one of the questions people will bring up is about the status of the head coach in Dallas, and the reason for that is because this is a team that maybe, Marcus – Feels as though it's kind of gone as far as it's going to go under the current circumstances. In three years. They, they may also be about to lose a guy who might be the best coach in their oh, building, which is their defensive God. coordinator, Dan Quinn. Do you feel that a head coaching change is a reasonable option in Dallas right now, Marcus Spears? Yes I or no? I do not. I do not. Like, I, I, I just can't, I can't wrap my mind around a coach winning 25, 26 games in his, in his first three years. The last two years, he's won that amount of games. Mm-hmm. Got to the divisional round of the playoffs. Quarterback turning the football over. You did not pick the offensive coordinator. Would it be better if Mike McCarthy had his own OC? I don't know. But but the fact that he doesn't have his own OC, and yeah, he got to play the game, and this is what it's about with Jerry and hiring certain guys. He probably told Mike McCarthy, hey, you're going to take this job, but I'm also keep Kellen Moore as your offensive coordinator. The one thing I don't want nobody doing for me is hiring for me. I don't want nobody to pick my wife for me. I pick my own wife, okay? I don't want nobody picking my friends. I pick my own friends. I pick people that I'm going to do. And I'm not saying that this hasn't been a good thing because people always throw where well, they the number one offense in the, in the NFL and they score the most points. Okay, 
what what matters in this league, especially when it comes to the Cowboys? What do you do in critical situations? And we've seen them become epic failures in critical situations with play call, calling and quarterback play. Yeah. The reason why I, I agree with Marcus, you don't need to make a big change. And the reason why is before the season started, I don't think any of us had them as competitive, like championship level team. No one going into, into this game thought that they were better than the 49ers. They lost. Their quarterback played poorly. It was sad. It was disappointing. But going from that to let's fire our coach after two competitive seasons, a playoff win, to me, feels like an overreaction. No, it would be an overreaction. It wouldn't be fair. He oh, has yeah. certainly not done the kind of job that one gets fired for. The question, I wouldn't think. But the question is, do we need something to shake up the system because it is not – we're not, we're not getting to where we ultimately want to get. Yeah, it's not about fairness. It's about meritocracy. If we're a championship-driven organization, we're falling short. Final 12 last year, final eight this year. And, Greeny, when you lead the league in penalties with 278, you have 23 turnovers. Those are indications that you are not well-coached or disciplined. And when your quarterback throws 11 of the 17 interceptions, when you're tied or have the lead, that is unacceptable. The margins in playoff games are incredibly small. This team could be better coached. Here's what I will say, Dominic, is that the regression of the quarterback is somewhat alarming. Now, I don't, I'm not blaming that. I don't know who to blame it on. How would I know who to blame it on? But that is – quarterbacks don't usually go in that direction the way he is. Yeah, that's fine. He had a bad year. Right. <laughs> He's coming off of an injury. I don't think that the expectation of him being Patrick Mahomes, like, that's not fair. But I'm not arguing about the coach saying it's fair and talking about coach hiring and using the word meritocracy is absurd. No one here b- believes that hiring coaches is based on a meritocracy – I'm making the point that they are close. And assuming that just firing him is going to put you over the hump, I think is a, a faulty premise. Is Dan Quinn about to become someone else's head coach, Dan Graziano, in the next couple weeks? He was a person of significant interest in Denver a year ago, and I think that he, they could go that way if it doesn't work out with Sean Payton mm-hmm. and them. Uh, obviously, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But, and he's interviewed with other, other teams as well. So, yeah, he's, he's well thought of inside the Dallas building and outside. I don't think they're going to make a move on Mike McCarthy. Marcus. Guys, let me ask y'all a question. Um, the year that Dan Quinn went to the Super Bowl, who was his offensive coordinator? The Kyle Shanahan. And what did Matt Ryan, what award did Matt Ryan win there? <laughs> the MVP. Okay. Um, the year Mike McCarthy went to a Super Bowl and won it, who was his quarterback? It was Aaron Rodgers. And the year that Sean Payton went to the uh, Super Bowl, who was his quarterback? Hmm, Drew Brees. What do all those guys have in common? They're good. <laughs> they're all I mean they're so, all either so, in the Hall so, of Fame or so, going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So if you're going to if you're going to attribute the problems that Dallas is having to Mike McCarthy, right? Can we can we maybe come to the conclusion that he doesn't have a guy that can overcome some of those particular things yeah. like yeah. most of these coaches have had? Well, I mean I like, think, I think argue- it's a fair sentiment to say yeah. that about Dak Prescott. Yeah, but it's That's fair, but I think the argument for Sean Payton is that Drew Brees was a quarterback that the, the Chargers, San Diego at the time, didn't want and was coming off a of shoulder surgery. So there's an argument to say that um, Drew Brees was not on a Hall of Fame trajectory. And so bringing in Sean Payton, you would imagine that the belief there is that there is some sort of improvement that could be brought out of Dak Prescott that Kellen Moore and um, Mike McCarthy currently cannot. If I'm assessing Mike McCarthy, my question is, you know, why aren't you on your details in the biggest moments? Like, why didn't right. Dalton Schultz right. remember to get his feet in back? Like, like there's all, like, that's like, not fair. No, but, but, but that's it is not fair. If you're evaluating, you got to practice that. It is fair if you're evaluating over a period of 
of a couple of years, and it's penalties and it's mistakes and if, things like that. If you got to tell your players, get your feet in bounds. I, what you I'm need saying is, like, yeah, how, but, how buttoned up are you? And, and that's, We always give Bill Belichick credit question. for his teams always having the I's dotted and the T's crossed, and so the opposite, either he has nothing to do with that or the opposite no, is true. No, 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 I think played, there is, but I think that's a weird example. You think Bill Belichick is going over to his, his tight ends like, hey, make sure you keep your feet in bounds today. They played lousy in the critical parts of the most important right. game of the year, and they, and they did sloppy stuff. I just named one. There yeah, were no, that's two years in a row. They couldn't get the snap off last year when they lost to San Francisco, and that's my point. When you're in this stratosphere and try and take the next step, Everything matters, and I don't think they have the best coach on the planet for that team to get to where they want to go. And who to they, leave it who, here, who you want and, them and, to give? Oh, oh. Well, Marcus, I got to leave it there because we got to get security, <laughs> and I got we get Andy Reid. Just to leave it there. The great. other thing I'll say to you quickly is there was a moment where we thought they were a Super Bowl team. This year, there was right. a moment we thought they were a Super Bowl team. Yeah. So the idea this was Y'all a team did. with Super Bowl aspirations. Y'all did. Yeah. Don't be putting yeah, we in there. They beat Minnesota forty to three, and if we all told you it was going to happen, no one believed in Minnesota all year. What are we doing? One way or another. We'll see. All, All right. right. Let's roll the open. We yeah, got sound for security. Because you need some damn security. <laughs> I know some people in this league need security. Everybody ain't getting dumped around here. This long gone mother law. He needs a new security guard. They better find somebody quick. Athleticism is a trait of being a security guard. And when you don't have none, you get your quarterback killed by a little guy. Like when the big dude run up on one of the little dudes and then you find out he a damn MMA fighter and you get beat to sleep. You need new security. (laughs) All right, it is that time where Marcus identifies all of those who need new security. Take it away, big fella. Gee, I was so impressed by the Cincinnati Bengals and how they played, especially up front. And Mina Kimes tagged this dude, her child, because nobody knew about him. But Trey Hendrickson is the reason why Josh Allen needed new security in this game. They thought it was a fumble. It wasn't because Josh Allen is stronger than most D linemen in the NFL. Anybody else would have fumbled this football. But Josh Allen needed new security in this game. It was blitzes. It was pressure. It was his offensive line getting beat, which was a concern for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, I hate to say it because you're home, and I like the way you led in the DeMar Hamlin situation, but you needed new security against the Cincinnati Bengals. Have a good offseason, brother. Enjoy your summer. Next, I'm going to Hassan Reddick. Listen, a week ago, Daniel Jones was the bell of the ball, baby. He had the glass slippers on. He was all pretty. He was going to get all he was, the, he was the guy that everybody came to see. Hassan Reddick and the Philadelphia Eagles said, nope, you ain't that guy. I'm going to go in here, and I'm going to destroy your offensive lineman, and you're going to need new security, Daniel Jones. Don't nobody care about your legs. Don't nobody care if you can run. We about to come in here and bust your head, man. We got something we got to do. Hassan Reddick told Daniel Jones and the Giants, you need new security. They ball, it ain't a play call for that. And last but not least, all right, I'm going at Cam from the San Francisco 49ers. And yes, this hurts. But this was a phenomenal play. You talk about critical situations, Mike Tannenbaum, this was a critical situation where Dak was not protected. And Dak got to know better. Dak got to take off, and I agree with you. So if I'm Tyler Smith, I'm looking at Dak like, damn, cuz, we had a little bit of security. You just wanted to be in the club a little bit too long. But Evercamp said, okay, since you want to be in the club too long, let me go ahead and get this sack. Let me put you out in the playoffs. Let me, let me make sure that your organization posts about how bad you are. I want to be a responsible party for that. And now y'all go back home. And now we want it. Now, now the coach got to get fired. The offense coordinator don't nobody talk about. They ain't good enough. All of that stuff. This is Evercam's fault. 
that we having these conversations about the Dallas Cowboys because Dak ain't had no security. I'm just glad that we got this show today that we should change the name from Get Up to the Marcus Spears special. Let this man cook. Let him get it off his chest. I'm enjoying it, and I hope you feel better by the end of these two hours. Feel better after that. It's therapeutic. It's better than punching the TV, which the other guy did. <laughs> it so is. we got hockey coming your way tonight. The Bruins are continuing their chase for history. They're trying to finish with the best record in NHL history, visiting the rival Canadiens. Puck drop 7 Eastern tonight on ESPN Plus Power Play. Right, coming up, it's the Foxy 5. Neek has the five best destinations for Aaron Rodgers, one of which would change my life. <laughs> Next. Come on, get up. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Before we get to the Foxy Five, we have to update the score. I believe that Hembo sabotaged the apparatus when Dan Graziano beat Hembo earlier today. We said it was four to one on the year. It's actually five to one on the year. So Graziano, oh, God. you have pulled. <laughs> That's ahead. all I got. Congratulations. That's well done. Thank you. Speaking of five, line change. Bring Dominique in here for the Foxy Five. <laughs> this the little self high five. Yeah. And here, yeah, sorry about that. here's what we've asked for today. I want the top five places Aaron Rodgers could be going to this offseason, in your opinion, take him away. All right, I'm going to start with the Titans at number five as a destination to go to. That team is a team that fights really hard, is really talented, but the most attractive thing about that destination, honestly, is that division. It's a division that you can win. It's a, a pass that could get you a first round bye, which I think is, makes everything better for everyone. It's a coach that he has a previous relationship with there. And Mike Vrabel, who he also, like, I was going to say he respects, but we all respect. And we mm-hmm. understand that they're building something new down there. Number four, sorry, Greeny, the Jets. I think that just stepping in on this one. Oh, again, okay. this one. The the idea that the best thing that they have to sell, according to Mike Tannenbaum, is to meet with some world leaders. <laughs> <laughs> to me, makes it low. The reason why I really am obviously defense is great. They have some great young weapons and receivers, but I'm lower on this because of the division. Again, you're looking at it's a conference in the division, it's the AFC, and you're looking at dealing with Miami and Buffalo. Aaron's right. not afraid of Miami or Buffalo. We have Brees Hall, we have Garrett Wilson, we have all kinds of weapons. I, I, it should be higher than number four. Go well, ahead. Well, if you're using weapons to sell, then that's why I would say number three is a little bit more attractive, the Raiders. 
You want weapons, you go out there. I mean, Hunter Renfro is their third best um, pass catcher, and he's pretty good. I think going to the Raiders and obviously reuniting with Adams, the very best receiver that he's ever played with, and having Waller as a tight end. The idea there is to win shootout after shootout. Again, though, it's a tough situation in that division where you're looking at the current best quarterback. Their defense is really bad. Our defense is really good. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want a little bit of defensive upgrade, I'm going with Washington. A surprise there. Talk about weapons. They have great receivers out there on the edge to attack in a defensive line that I think can lift this defense to be one of the more dominant units in the NFL. I think also, obviously, you have to compete with the Eagles, which is not a great situation, but moving to, if you're going to move, you want to stay inside the NFC. We talked about it earlier. Right now, the best quarterback in the NFC is Jalen Hurts, and I think as good as Jalen Hurts is, uh, Aaron Rodgers at his best is better than that. And the number one location, I'm sorry, might be a little anticlimactic, but stay where you are. I think the Green Bay Packers have the talent on the field and in a division that they can win and again in a conference that they can overtake. The way that their receivers came on late in the season, I think a healthy, fresh Aaron Rodgers, the way the defense was playing late in the season is encouraging. They ended the season in embarrassing fashion, but I do think that the best situation is Green Bay. Okay, so I, I'll get Mike Tannenbaum in here as well, but I want to ask, do I have Marcus? I still have Marcus Spears, right? Marcus, I want to ask you a question because I know that you are somewhat frustrated by all of the back and forth involving him, and I understand mm -hmm. it, and that's fine. But mm -hmm. let's just, if, if I were to ask you the following question, how would you answer it? If we are living in a world where Aaron Rodgers' only consideration is where do I have the best chance to win the Super Bowl next year? We all understand. He's a little bit of a different thinker. Who knows exactly what his priorities are this minute? But if his only priority is where do I have the best chance to win a championship next year, Marcus, which of these teams do you go with? Washington Commanders. Washington Commander. <laughs> Gee, I know you want to be mad, and I, and I get it, because I, 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 would, I would want nothing more for you to be happy than Aaron Rodgers go to the Jets, okay? That would, be, yeah. that would make me happy. That would make you happy. And right. maybe we could talk about something else, okay? But here's the deal, man. The Washington Commanders in the NFC East, Graz just told you that the uh, Eagles not going to win it again. So, yeah. like, going through the cyclical rotation, it might be the Commanders' time. They've been trying to find a quarterback. They got a really good defense, a really good defensive line. They got really good weapons on the outside. Terry McLaurin is a very underrated guy that we don't talk about much because they don't win a lot of games. They got Dotson out of Penn State, who is really good as well. Aaron Rodgers would have his weapons. He would have his backfield. He would have. He would be under new ownership that probably would be willing to pay him some money, okay? And the other thing is this. He would play in the NFC East. We mm -hmm. had three teams go to the playoffs. Why not four, okay? So I think that's one of the best places. And it's in the NFC where you don't have to compete with those, those grown so Tell me how this works, Mike T. For forgetting your choices. You're a general manager. You're one of these guys. You are trying to – how are yeah. you doing this? How are you getting him? Yeah, so I am calling up. Two weeks ago, as soon as they lose, I'm calling up Green Bay. I'm getting permission. I'm talking to Aaron's agent, and I'm going out, and I'm sitting down with Aaron Rodgers and saying, what do you want to accomplish over the next two years? What do you want to accomplish over the next 25 years? And I am sitting down with Aaron Rodgers and his agent, and then I'll figure out compensation. With well, the that's price. my You're selling him on it. Yep. I understand. Yep. How, what, what are you trading Green Bay for him? Well, that's why that's so important. Like, when we trade for Brett Favre, we give a third-round pick because we thought one year was reasonable. 
for us to give up a first-round pick, which is what I'm sure Green Bay is going to ask for, I have to hear from Aaron Rodgers, Greeny, that you're going to be there for at least two years. There's nobody in the league, despite how desperate some of these teams are, that would give up a first-round pick if they only thought they were going to have him for a year. I would do it. Uh, and, <laughs> I, 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 done. I mean, consider yeah. it done. Yeah. We drafted Zach Wilson. Now, yeah. Look at our first-round picks for quarterbacks right. lately. You're telling Thank me that you we couldn't G. live without Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson? T- tell me right now. How, how does what is the sense of the timing of all of this? He's going to be on. Aaron Rodgers will be on McAfee today. We'll hear something from him. But how does the timing of all this work? Well, what's interesting is like for Green Bay, the cap hit would be significantly easier if they waited till after June 1st to trade him. Then they could split the cap hit up over this year and next. So that's something to think about. You're talking about a $40 million cap hit versus about a $16 million cap hit for this year. So that's something to watch. Uh, I, I just think it's. They would have to be convinced that they could go with Jordan Love. They'd have to get back something that they knew was of value. They'd have to make sure he's going to the AFC where he couldn't bother them anymore. Yeah, a lot, a lot has to go into it. Yeah, final word. Yeah, uh, that's why Washington isn't – they would never trade him to the AFC. They would trade him to the CFL before they would to another <laughs> C- NFC team. You know, Aaron might like it up there. There's a lot of interesting things going on. Right, we got Big Ten ACC Super oh. Tuesday doubleheader coming your way. We will start tonight with Illinois hosting Ohio State. That's at 7 Eastern. Then you'll see Armando Baycott and Caleb Love leading North Carolina against Syracuse. Both games are on ESPN and the ESPN app. All right, first take coming. Top of the hour here. What does Jerry need to do to make a Super Bowl team out of his Cowboys? They'll answer that question and more. First take, six minutes away here on ESPN. All right, don't miss tennis's first major of the year. It rolls on down under. Australian Open quarterfinal coverage continues tonight, 7 Eastern on ESPN Plus, and continuing on ESPN 2 at 9 Eastern. Every match can also be seen live on ESPN Plus. All right, before we run out of time for today, is everyone aware today is National Compliments Day? So, Dominique, do you have any compliment you'd like to lob? I'd like to tell Mike Tannenbaum that I think he's a phenomenal general manager even though he never won a Super Bowl. Oh, uh, oh. Wow. Does that feel like damning with faint praise? Oh, well, that, yeah, yeah, I was going to compliment him on his socks and all, you know? It's a compliment. That's how I give compliments. It's motivation on top of the compliment. Now he's going to go win a Super Bowl. I don't know, man. No? I'm not 100% I think, sure. I think you look really nice today. Yes, nice I really like that jacket thing. I'm, I'm waiting for the other No, no, it's a phenomenal coat, even though it's size 35. <laughs> I wish it was size <laughs> I think that what we should be doing is lobbying any number of compliments in the direction of one Aaron Rodgers uh, with the intention of trying to lure him to making a decision that I personally would find delightful because I think he compliments me and my (laughs) team extraordinarily well. And would you pay for a complimentary meal between him and any head of state we can get with? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Anywhere you want to go, we will make it happen. All right, good fun today. Happy National Compliments Day. We will see you back in Better Than Ever tomorrow. First take starts now.